My Story, an Autobiography of a Homosexual Christian by Derek Michael Shaw Episode 22, Until You've Fallen Down A few weeks after I hooked up with Aaron, Tracy also had sex with someone outside the relationship and only told me about it afterwards. However, he actually bottomed while using a condom. My journal on January 23rd documents this event. I should have been devastated. I should have said how much the cheating hurt me. But instead, I gave him a free pass, since I had cheated earlier in the month. And it led into talks of opening our relationship up sexually, primarily because Tracy liked what happened and wanted it to happen again. While I hated my hookup and never wanted to do it again, I was willing to do anything to absolve myself of cheating, and to keep my relationship. In the spring of 2016, my maternal grandfather, Roy Bemis, passed away. He was my last living grandparent. I wasn't overly sad about it, since he had had a very full life. And really, I was too consumed with my own problems to really be concerned with anyone else. I do remember revealing I was homosexual to Grandpa Bemis a few years after my parents, maybe in 2010. I remember him being accepting, saying that Tracy and I were welcome to visit him. And while he never met Tracy, I took comfort in knowing that he was another family member that accepted me for who I was. By the summer of 2016, Tracy met a friend named Scott, an older gay bachelor, through the internet. The first time they met, Tracy told me that he knew Scott was interested in him sexually, but he said he just needed a friend someone to talk about his problems and our relationship. They hung out quite a bit over the course of 2016 and quickly became better friends. However, I was never introduced to him, and I was never invited to any of the parties Scott held at his house for his friends. August 2016, Tracy and I vacationed at Priest Lake with Jonathan and Kendra. While I was glad he was finally able to experience the lake, it wasn't the experience I wanted him to have as my experience always contained the memories of years past, with more of the family there, of years as a child playing in the sand and water. Instead, we had a mediocre time, and it didn't make him want to return or to spend more time with my family. I practically begged Tracy to take me on a date in 2016, and he never did. Our friend Ted had recommended a very well-done anime movie called Your Name that was in theaters at the time. I was excited about it and asked Tracy to take me. Even though Tracy was a fan of anime at one time in his life, he wasn't interested in seeing the movie. Schoolwork was always his focus. I understood that, but I was hurt that he seemed to no longer care about our relationship. But I still felt that I should support him during his schooling. Not financially, he was taking out loans to pay for school, but certainly emotionally and physically. In 2016, we had gone back and forth over sexually opening up our relationship, ever since we hooked up with Josh and David, the out-of-town couple. And with nothing else getting better, we decided to actually open things up in the middle of 2016. Tracy now had a friend with benefits that he felt comfortable with, Scott, and I was left to my devices to try and find something. This definitely came from Tracy and not myself as my one hookup was pretty abysmal, and I was still incredibly attracted to Tracy. 
but since I had cheated earlier in the year, I felt I had to accept his request. The only other option in my mind would be to break up, and I didn't want that. It scared and worried me too much. We did have one rule for our open relationship. Tracy needed to tell me whenever he had sex, and I would do the same if and when I found a hookup. Tracy and Scott went to the Oregon coast sometime in the summer of 2016. It was there that Tracy did ecstasy for the second time in his life. The first time was when he was in his early 20s, but he had spoken highly of the experience to me in the beginning years of our relationship. He had even promised that we would do it together if we ever found some. He said it would be awesome to do with the person that you care about. He said it could be special when it was with the person you were attracted to. Neither of us actively looked for it, though, so we never had a chance to try it until Tracy met Scott. When Tracy asked if he could do it with Scott, I was shocked and hurt. Not because he was doing illegal drugs, but that he was doing it without me. I had even written that I wanted to do ecstasy with Tracy on a bucket list I wrote in 2013, and I'm sure I shared that with Tracy. But Tracy justified his request. He said he couldn't just ask for some, that Scott had specifically asked to do it with him. And naively, I believed him, because I thought he would definitely get us some after that. I was still hurt, but I said he could make it up to me if he got some for us. October 28, 2016, I bought some symphony tickets for an anniversary gift, and we were supposed to go to a concert. But Tracy felt himself getting sick at dinner, and so we canceled going to the concert and just went home. I was disappointed, as I was hoping this would be a way to have a nice night together. It seemed like any time I tried to do something romantic, it would backfire. Christmas 2016 was spent at our house, just the two of us. But New Year's Eve, we decided to spend apart. Well, Tracy wanted to spend it away from me, and I let him because I didn't want to force him to spend time with me. Tracy spent the night at Scott's place, he was having a party with friends, while I went over to David and Derek's for a party they were having. David had actually dated Tracy years before I arrived in Portland, for about three months. David and Derek were another couple we tried to do things with together early on in our relationship, but like always, only one of us actually stayed friends with them. While I was glad to have a place to go to, I was an emotional wreck, because I knew Tracy had chosen Scott over me. He had also asked to be able to kiss him at midnight. I spent the night crying in the bathroom, drinking way too much, and lamenting my horrible, impossible situation. Next time on My Story, episode 23, A Forgotten Anniversary.